Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 74 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor at the Porch Community Church. As always, here with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hello, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It is going very well. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. How about you? I'm good. Uh, I feel rejuvenated after Easter. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm, I'm a smidge still tired, oh, but I well, think yeah, tomorrow. Oh, well, yeah, tired, but yeah. spiritually rejuvenated. Well, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So yes, spiritually very good. So there's a podcast I listen to, and they talk about if you are um, a favored or forsaken in mm. the and um and so some and they're always like I'm I'm favored because of who God is, but mm-hmm. but this has been a tough week, so yeah, so I'm I'm favored but tired. Favored, I like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, speaking of Easter and the spiritual rejuvenation, we had a good um, Holy Week and. Easter and a, we had a midweek worship service leading up to Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no rain. No. Praise the Lord. I yeah. know it was it was questionable up until that morning, really. Yeah. Listener, what you don't know is I just sang "Praise the Lord." You heard that part, but then Josh removed one of the earpieces from his headset. My so. ear itched. Mm-hmm. Sure. But anyway, um, but yeah. So I thought Easter Easter Sunday was great. Would you? What was your? Uh, it was just uh, it, a really great time. It, for me, it was probably out of the two we've done here. <laughs> so this one and last year. The two ones with people invited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one was a lot more stressful. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot more in and out moving parts. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the sunrise service didn't go off without a hitch. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a little hiccup with Dave's soundboard yeah. not working correctly, but that's possible anytime you go <laughs> you have a different setup in different places yeah, yeah. Like that's a live production scenario anytime you do anything yeah not a big thing and then at the other two services you know sound check you know uh justin has a great plethora of female singers right now mm-hmm. and he wanted to use as many as he could so there's <laughs> some at one service and then some at another service well, because of sound check and all, we do some from the eleven o'clock. We do some songs from the eleven o'clock service, but then go directly <laughs> into a nine thirty song, and everyone's just like, "Okay, is it this song or this song?" Yeah, you know, it was like, yeah, it, it was just a lot. It, there was a lot of moving parts. You, you, you did the. Um, we had special lighting cues for like your mm-hmm. your. I don't want to say extemporaneous speaking, but I don't. Because I don't think that's the correct terminology. It was monologue ex- more than anything. Sure, yeah, yeah. The third, the glorious third day. Yeah, and, yeah. And we didn't, and we needed to make sure that that happened exactly right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there was a lot of like, hold your breath. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. Now we can exhale before we have to hold our breath again. <laughs> well, I think for the person that came to worship that day and to celebrate the risen Christ, that they were blessed. I mean, I've heard from a lot, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your, um, your work and the people on your team and all of them was, Oh, my team's incredible. Yeah. It's, it was, yeah, it just, it was really, really good. And I have to say, um, it just felt like 
And I know that, you know, you listen, all the, all the, you know, ministry leaders out there that we can listen to and read mm-hmm. and all that yeah. stuff. And everyone's like, quit talking about, you know, pre COVID and getting back to pre COVID and all that. You got to face the new reality and what it is. And I get that. And I agree with that. However, <laughs> there was a part of me that just felt like this feels, um, you know, I saw a lot of people I haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. um, or who have just recently started to return. Right. And it just kind of had that before the world changed feeling in many respects. And, and it was nice. It was mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I pray that in the coming weeks, um, you know, that, that people are more engaged in, you know, and as we all know, Christmas and Easter and those kinds of moments are, are everyone's like, okay, we go to church, but the hope is that there's something that, that ignites in, inside someone where, whether it's a first time decision for Christ or a renewal of their faith, um, or, or even, even a conviction or even just, yeah. Or even just, I'm um, like their faith wasn't shaken. It's just, they'd kind of, you know, gotten in, you know, you get in habits of mm-hmm. not doing things and doing things and that they go, Oh, this, this was good. This was yeah. good for and my soul. I, and I think the, the time of life everyone is in right now is that's mm-hmm. probably a big one is, Oh, I've gotten out of the habit of this, but this was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that, that that's what we see in the, in the coming weeks. And, um, you know, probably we should save this for the end of the podcast, but I'll go ahead and mention it. Just talking about Sundays. I'm really looking forward to this Sunday because, uh, we have, we've done, we've done in the past, um, you know, student Sundays Mm -hmm. and we we did that not too long ago where we just kind of highlight our student ministry and, and allow the students, give them opportunity to, to minister and, and those things. And so, but this Sunday is our Porch Kids Sunday, and yep. it's the first time that we've done this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that and hearing from our kids and seeing how they're, um, you know, hearing from Kristen, our kids pastor, and then also just seeing, you know, what's going on mm-hmm. in, in their kids' ministry. So I like how we tried to make the Sunday after Easter uh, another reason to come Yeah, on, on to church on Sunday, because statistically... yeah. The Sunday after Easter is it's one of <laughs> is one of if not the lowest attended Sunday across I would say America cuz I probably wouldn't say the world but across America the Sunday after Easter is the lowest attended Sunday in the American church. Mm. Yeah. I would also I would I, and I would go very close second would be the Sunday after Christmas. Yes. Uh, and that's usually around the New Year's mm-hmm. weekend so yeah. Yeah. So cuz that's a pretty low one too but It's those two that are like the, like It'd be church by church basis. Which one is lower? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because some churches like do a like New Year's Eve service or like right. like a they do their covenant renewal service mm-hmm. on the last Sunday of the year right. or the first Sunday of the year, however it lines up. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of the the uh, what'd you call it monologue? Yeah, but the <laughs> so if you missed it, well, we just encourage you to go and and watch the the service. Um, actually, uh, we have, I think it was yesterday or Monday. Yeah. When you put out, um, basically like the, the video version of the spoken word. It went up Sunday. It went up Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called the glorious third day. You can find it on Facebook and is it, is on YouTube yet or not? Not on YouTube yet. 
Um, but then also you can watch it, the live version. It starts mm-hmm. around the nine-minute mark yep. of the April 24th, April 17th, excuse me, um, Easter service. So, but I've just, I've heard from a lot of uh, people, uh, even like, you know, friends, you know, people mm-hmm. in in my life that have seen it or whatever. And But it was a very special, um, and I shared that in the message was that, I was just I was just working on the message. I was sitting on my back deck, and I just completely felt like. I mean, I know that the Lord just had me write this out, just kind of just pour out, you know. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is, so last week we were recording our Holy Week yep. um, podcasts, and I don't, I very rarely, very very rarely, occasionally. Kristen, I'll um, I'll send something to her and go, hey, read this section. Does it does it? Am I getting this point across or whatever mm-hmm. my message? But very rarely do I share what I'm going to be preaching until basically the message is done, and then I send it to all of you guys right. who need it. Um, but after we had recorded the podcast, I I said I want to read something to you, Josh. I mean, that's just kind of how I knew it was. There was something about it, mm-hmm. so I shared it with you, and and you know you were. Like we we got to do something with this, and then we mm-hmm. called Justin, and anyway, and we just kind of put that into part of the service. But anyway, I just um, you know, that's one of those things that I always, you know, I would I would say this to anyone. I'd give this to advice to anyone. If you write, if you, um, if if you're creatively, if you're like that, um, in regard to your faith and and listening to God and things, um, write it down. It, it, whatever you got to do, whether it's, you know, type it, you know, take a picture, notes, whatever, write it on a napkin. But um, when you feel like the Lord is telling you something to, to put down, put it down. Because I, I believe he uses that to um, speak blessing and, and promise into other people's lives. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So um, Easter is is now, we're, we're now in the season of Easter. Yep. Right? Easter starts the season that's of Easter. That's right. That's yeah. right. So we are moving on into Easter. And uh, like I said, we've got our Porch Kids um, Sunday this week. And then we're starting a new series after that. We'll tell you more about that next week. But I wanted to take this opportunity, Josh, um, much like we did back in several weeks ago, a month or so ago now. Um, and we walked through some of the, the the frequently asked questions, you know, the FAQs, when we were in the process of discerning um, voting to disaffiliate um, mm-hmm. from the UMC. And um, so now we are we are at that place. And so I wanted us to take today's episode to talk about some FAQs in regard to. Um, where do we go from here with the future of the porch community church? What does that look like? What are we doing to get there? Um, how will we know when we've gotten there? All those kinds of things. And so I wanted us to walk through that together, um, this morning. So, um, or whenever you're listening to this, it's morning for us. So, so, um, yeah, so here's the deal. Uh, our disaffiliation, uh, that's that separation, leaving the United Methodist Church, will be completed in June, in early June. Um, there'll be an official moment at the annual conference where it will be ratified, and then uh, there's we'll have to do a couple of little legal things. So likely 
the first or second week of June, that will be done and completed. Which means, um, listener, whether you realize it or not, whether you recognize it or not, so much time and energy (laughs) has been going into discerning the best path forward for us as a church. Um, I can speak to that personally in regard to just mental time, um, spiritual, prayerful time, but also just time together um, with people. And I want to kind of share a little bit of that with you guys today. Um, so here's the deal. There, there's two options um, that are before us that, that they're kind of in, in, in broad categories um, because with each option, there's there's various offshoots, I guess, if you'd call them that, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but the two big options are one is for us to become an independent church uh, upon disaffiliating from the UMC. And the other option would be to affiliate with another denomination. And so, like an example of the offshoots of affiliating with another denomination would be... Um, like the global Methodist church or the congregational Methodist church, or maybe even something else. Um, and the offshoot of the independent church is that there's about a bajillion examples of independent churches out there. So, you know, that's more of a governance thing than anything. So, so I guess the real question is then that how do we, how do we go about discerning really starting at the two bigger, options, the broad options, either the independent church or the affiliating with another denomination. And so what we've done is, is there's a lot of groups that are a part of this conversation, right. you know, so, um, so yeah, you, do we want to go yeah. into that? So, yeah. so who are the groups and, <laughs> and, and what are they doing? Like, and you've mentioned ministry board and exploratory groups, but, yep. um, can you go dive into we know more about the ministry board than we do mm-hmm. these exploratory groups that are actually constructed for this purpose so sure. you want to dive in on what mm-hmm. who who makes up the exploratory groups and and why they why they're digging why they were chosen to dig into mm-hmm. these uh situations and scenarios and yep. stuff yep so just a brief overview i guess there's four actual key groups who are meeting to discuss the direction for our church. So first, as we mentioned, is the ministry board. That's just our current approved leadership council. They meet all year long. Um, I know sometimes maybe the meetings even feel like it's a all year long. I'm just kidding. No, they're always, they're they're always good. good. I I really do. I I take that back. I, 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 Re- rebuke that in the name of Jesus. But yes, yeah, so we have our ministry board. Um, we meet and communicate regularly, talk about all the ongoing needs of the church, you know, from finance to other things and all that. Um, if you want to know who's on our ministry board, you can go to our website and click on leadership, I think in the about section. Yes. And um, you can actually see who is on our board. So the ministry board is one of the key groups that is part of this discussion. Um, so then, as as we mentioned, we have two exploratory groups, and they're they're made up of ten people each, and these are people who represent our community groups, our serve teams, um, who are key volunteers in some of our areas, and so they have been tasked. And I, I know we've mentioned this before, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but so one exploratory group is looking at the pros and cons of of independent 
uh, what it would look like to be an independent church. Right. And the other exploratory group has been meeting, and they are talking about the pros and cons of a denomination, uh, being affiliated with a denomination. And so those started in March. And in May, on May 10th, actually, at um, our next board meeting, they will, which is open to everybody, open to all ministry partners, but in, on May 10th, they're going to present basically their findings, just what they've found, what were their pros, what were their cons um, from their time together uh, regarding that, just as a way to say, here's a group that has been very intentional about looking at the pros and cons. Right. Um, I mean, of course, we could all do our own research and, mm-hmm. and look at yeah. things, but, so, but we wanted some groups to really engage in that. And then on top of that, so that's three groups. So a ministry board and two exploratory groups, that's three groups. And then the fourth group um, that we have who are part of this discussion uh, are our congregational representatives. And I guess you could just kind of think of them as like, you know, in our government, we have yeah. state representatives, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and these representatives, they were chosen by the ministry board, by um, many of our lay leaders, people who are in leadership positions already, and by and the staff even had um, some some say in a couple of the choices as well. Yeah. So together they they chose uh, we've chosen um, about twenty congregational representatives, and so what we've asked them to do is for them to attend any informational meetings we've had. Um, they're going to be at the May 10th meeting. They're going to hear from the exploratory groups. And then um, they're, they're going to continue to, and, and we encourage them to talk to people, to be mm-hmm. a representative. Yep. Talk to your community group. Talk to the serve team you're on. Talk to people you sit by at church. I mean, just talk to people. Get an understanding of kind of where they are. Be able to share information as they're able. And then um, towards the end of May the congregational representatives are going to meet with the board and this will not necessarily, this won't be like a giant meeting. This will be the representatives and the board will get together and basically the representatives will, will give a consensus. Um, they'll come to a, a consensus and say, this is where based on all this information, um, from the ministry board, the exploratory groups, um, the people we've talked to, the groups we've talked to, this is where, we think we believe is the best way to go forward that the Lord is leading us. And then from there, so you, at this point you're talking like 40 or so voices, Josh, who are part of this conversation. Um, then the, they'll, they'll bring that consensus to the ministry board. And then the ministry board at that point will, um, make a decision based on everything and all the voices that they've heard about the direction of the church. So that's a lot, a lot of voices, but we want a lot of voices. Uh, we want a lot of people to be speaking into um, this decision. So, so the um, you you can hear the explanation of the or the findings of the exploratory groups at our May tenth ministry board meeting mm-hmm. that all ministry partners are welcome to. Yes. Yep. So yep. Uh, May tenth. Yep. Uh, six. Probably, I think five thirty-six. I'll have to yeah. look and see yeah. what the. But yeah. come, we'll talk about it more. But go ahead and pencil it into your calendar. Definitely. And so, if I'm a if I'm a ministry partner and mm-hmm. I'm not a part of these four teams, yep, will my voice be heard? Yes, that's a good question. Okay, so um, absolutely. Um, so 
after May 10th Mm -hmm. and and it's purposeful because we want people to be able to hear from the exploratory groups before doing this. But um, so on May 11th, so the day after uh, the May 10th sharing from the exploratory groups, May 11th, um, an important survey is going to be made available um, to our ministry partners, but also our regular attenders. So okay. if if you call this place your church, even if you haven't formally uh, partnered with us yet, it's going to be available. Um, and it will, so at, by that point, uh, the exploratory groups have spoken. We've heard from denominational representatives, all that. It'll be open for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And um, people will be able to, there'll be several questions on there that will be able to, uh, let your voice be heard. Um, so anybody, ministry partners, regular attenders, um, I mean, if you just started coming to our church two weeks ago, you can fill out this survey as well. Yep. Um, give us the information um, that's going to be very, very, very helpful to uh, the ministry board. Um, so it'll be open from May 11th through May like 20th um, for for all that. So, so yes, 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 yes. Ministry partners are going to have a, uh, their voice is going to be able to be heard for sure. Okay, so after so after May tenth, mm-hmm. uh, ministry board meeting when the exploratory group share their findings, and then after the ten days that the um, survey survey is out, mm-hmm. then what does the process look like from there? What is the process for the actual decision? The actual de- the the decision the decision. Yeah, yeah. So the the process is for the the congregational representatives to after prayerful discussion and research hearing presentations from outside groups um hearing the conclusions of the exploratory groups they will make a recommendation to the ministry board Mm -hmm. and then the ministry board will deliberate on that recommendation along with the results of the congregational survey so so they'll have the 20 person they'll have the yeah the recommendation from, from the, the 20 20 plus congregational representation yes and then the survey that's open to all ministry partners and regular attenders. correct and the the plan <laughs> which you can read in in proverbs what what it says about best laid plans. plans yeah that's right so our plan lord willing um and the greek don't rise that's right is for us to have a to to vote on for the ministry board to vote uh, by the first of June, so the- to know. So theoretically, by the plan that uh, you and the ministry board have in place, before <clears throat> the disaffiliation paperwork ink is completely dry, mm-hmm. we already know. We where, should already know where our next step is. Where our next step is correct. So before even the disaffiliation process ends, we're already making steps forward to go to where we're going. Yes, and and there's a reason for that. Um, a, an important reason, Josh. Um. In, in these discussions, even with exploratory groups, definitely among the ministry board, um, one of the things, and we even heard it last night uh, when the global Methodist rep, Jay Hansen, was here. Um, I'm glad that he said what he did, um, is that we don't want to remain in a holding pattern for any length of time because uh, once you get into a, a, a certain spot, if that's not where you even, we don't want to get stuck. 
Correct. And so yeah. if if we, you know, and, and like I'm, I don't know. I mean, I have my personal opinion. I'm not going to share that right now. Yeah, because you don't want to sway. Anymore. Not at all. Same. Same um, here. And so, um, and I don't even, and I would say even my personal opinion, I don't, I'm not like, we've got to do this. Like there is just no other way and let's make everyone go. Like I am open to hear what the Lord has to say, even though I have like where I think is a good, a good way to go, but that's, I'm open. I yeah. want to be open it, and I need to be open. It, it was, cause uh, it's not my decision. It's the church's. Yeah. It, it was funny. Uh, Jay Hansen said last night is like, you'll be fine with either decision you make as long as you're sharing Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, he was like, don't stress. It'll, it'll work yeah. itself out right. as long as you're sharing the gospel yeah. of Jesus. That's right. You, you might, maybe we make the wrong decision, but as long as we're holding to the, <laughs> yeah. to Jesus, we'll be, you can change it. Yeah. We'll, it'll work itself yeah. out. And that's the thing I was thinking is that, um, he made a good point of saying, you know, be careful if you just go, Hey, we'll just be independent for a while. And then we can look at the denominational stuff. And ne- he, he made that example, and I'm like, I've never heard anyone actually go back and do what they talked about doing after that time period. Like, yep. I could think of, when he was telling that story, uh-huh. I was like, I can think of several things where I've gone, yeah, we'll look at this. Mm-hmm. We'll do this next thing later. Yep. Uh, perfect example is, you know, when we were looking at getting bigger space for Solomon's Porch Ministry. Yeah. And then... Uh, you knew about it, but they, I didn't know about it at the time. But we found the blueprints for what the fellowship hall downtown was supposed to look like. Yeah, as a because the Solomon's Porch <laughs> building was like phase one or something. Yeah, of what ultimately Solomon's yeah, Porch was. Yeah, there was three phases. Yeah, was supposed to turn into, and uh-huh. it's been stuck in phase one for however long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since two thousand nine, I think. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, like, you just have to be careful that when you're an organization. I mean, it's different if you're an individual, but even that's hard. Because yeah. I, I, the example I give is the college student that's going, you know what, I'm going to take a semester off and go work, and then I'll go back to school the following semester. <laughs> and then they never and, do. And what happens often is you go, okay, well, I'm making money now versus I got to go pay money and mm-hmm. then not work. Like that's, yeah. And that's hard to do. So all that to say... Um, the reason we are we are saying let's do let's let's put in the the work and the time and the prayer mm-hmm. and the seeking the Lord right now, even though it's rather intense as far as time frame. Um, and let's ha- let's set a goal for June first. And and if if you know if that's not the time, then it won't be the time. If that's not the right time to make the call, if that's the consensus of the board, if that's even the the consensus of the representatives saying, Hey, we just don't know, then we will, obviously we're not going to hammer something through. But I think, um, to set those goals, is good because we don't want to find ourselves floundering and not knowing exactly where we're going to go, what we're going to do, because it also invites opportunity, I think, to, um, maybe, uh, kind of try to recreate who we already are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause one of the things that's been really interesting to me sitting in these exploratory groups is the fact that a lot of people just don't really know a lot about our church. Um, cause people are saying like, well, we should have this and, and, you know, myself or someone else in the room will go, Oh, we do. That's the ministry board. Or we should have someone who's doing this. We're like, Oh, we do. That's the serve team person. Like, and they just didn't know it. Or we should make sure that the, the ministry board names are on the website. We're like, no, we do. They've been there. Now we have pictures. Now we have pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's been interesting for me to hear because obviously that's not really something I'm going to preach about on a Sunday morning, Mm -hmm. but, 
you know, I, I just need to understand that. So the less we can flounder and, you know, we don't want someone to have to go, oh, we need to come up with this and this and this and this if it's already in place. Yeah. So that's a lot to say regarding that. So the process for that is, uh, for the decision to go back to your question is the representatives after prayer and information, they will make a recommendation to the board. Then the board will take that recommendation along with the very important congregational survey, very important. I mean, that that's going to be super, super important and informative. Mm-hmm. Um, and together, uh, the ministry board will uh, discuss and, and vote on uh, the way forward. And uh, after, after that vote, then the church will proceed accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, that's the, the process for that decision. Right. And it's just the ministry board. It's not people that are attending the ministry board meeting. Yeah, that will be a closed, it, that'll exactly. be an executive meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just for the sake of clarity and being yep. people, you know. Just, because, yeah. because there are dates for people that want to ask questions and, yes. and make um, opinions known. Yes. Uh, some of them have already passed. We mm-hmm. had one last night, mm-hmm. this past two uh, Monday yeah. night. Monday, right. So, yeah. But we still have a couple remaining. Yes. Uh, so this Sunday, yeah, in between the nine thirty and eleven, we're gonna have a meeting. Yeah, just a short opportunity, and if we see a big need, we'll we'll make another one. Mm-hmm. But so th- this meeting will be for people people in the congregation to mm-hmm. come and ask whatever questions that they have. That's right. Uh, make statements about how how they're feeling on certain mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But so that'll be in, in classroom uh, one. One. At ten thirty uh, this Sunday, uh, and it, well, I, I'm assuming you'll be there. But will there be yeah. ministry board people there to mm-hmm. to lead stuff in? Any of the exploratory group people in case they have specific questions yes. for them? I'm going to ask. Um, we've got we have two different people who are facilitating the one each of the exploratory groups. So I'm going to ask mm-hmm. them to be present, and uh, one of our uh, board members besides myself will be there as well. Um, okay. Whoever whomever is available. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it'll just be, you know, 25, 30 minutes available just to answer questions, um, you know, just, just to be there. And like I said, if we see a great need, um, then we will, we'll, we'll create another one of those, you know, Sunday Q and A's mm-hmm. if, if, uh, we need to. So. Because we do have time before that May 10th Correct. ministry board meeting, yeah. which is, you know, I, I think all the ministry board meetings are important because mm-hmm. they do help drive. Mm-hmm. the church and, and where it's going but this one's going to be pretty important um, yeah at, for the for the long-term future yeah yeah of the porch community church for sure and so you're talking about the um so yeah we've had we've had representatives from different denominations right come the cmc and, speak. and the gmc mm-hmm. so those have passed um so we have this sunday at 10 30 just anyone can come and ask any questions yep and then Tuesday, May tenth at five thirty. That's we got it at five thirty. Yep, <laughs> um, is when we will hear the presentations from the exploratory groups. So that will be very, very important. Um, there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot here, Josh. Um, and I, it's important. I, and I do want to say that for the meetings themselves, we do not record them. So if you do want to hear this information, you gotta come. You gotta come. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, you sure will. So, after the vote has been, after June first is coming on, the disaffiliation is completed, mm-hmm. and the um, 
board has voted on which denomination we will go with if we go with one or we'll be independent. Mm-hmm. But so what at the porch will change? <laughs> um, nothing, hopefully. In a, and I mean that in a good way. Right. Um, because um, with every option before us, and I've heard this in the exploratory groups, I've heard this from the congregational reps. I hear this on the ministry board, of course, as the staff. I hear this over and over again. Um, we don't want the DNA of who we are to change. No. There, there's no um, group or uh, conversation going on going, you know what? We need four new staff people. We need to get rid of the four we got. We need four new bodies in there. Um, we need to go in this direction now. Like, there's, there's no... Uh, consensus that that's you know anything so what we want to do is and and when i say we i'm talking all the people i just mentioned staff and the board and and leadership in many ways is we just want to keep focused on our mission which is following jesus for our community um and so you know where and when and how we establish uh ourselves as a church mm-hmm that will not it will not change how we present the gospel in our teaching um in in our communication um in just who we are it won't change how we worship it won't change how we do community groups um how we do missions and outreach to our community um nothing about that will change so so leadership staying the same yes yep lead pastor is going to be Shannon Patterson Staff. Lord willing, for however long the Lord wills. Yes, that's right. The staff will stay the same. Uh-huh. The ministry board will stay the mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, and for me, one of the big things is that following Jesus for our community will stay the same. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to change change the words that we have up on the mm-hmm. on the wall. But <laughs> okay, so but let me ask you this: depending on which denomination mm-hmm. we go with, or the independents, because that's like yep. denominations are in one hand and independent is the other, but mm-hmm. depending on which way the board ultimately votes on those two, w- some things might have to change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I think but that's only in, in the like leadership, leadership and like governance, governance yeah. stuff, not nothing on Sunday morning. Right. Our, yeah. Our day to day ministry, you want, you know, we don't, you know, until, until the Lord says otherwise, we want to keep doing what we're doing. Um, but yeah, so here's the deal. And this is one of those things, again, that's like, you can't really, you know, if you, if you don't get up and preach about it on a Sunday, which is not really preaching, it'd just be like info, an infomercial kind of deal. But our current governance structure, mm-hmm. uh, even even under the denomination, but even like locally, it is built to provide accountability and to provide checks and balances. Um, so... Even depending on whether we affiliate with a denomination or we just go independent and maybe we're part of an association, but they really have, they have zero oversight. It's super loose. Right. Um, we still, no matter what, we have built into our governance structure accountability and appropriate checks and balances where um, decisions cannot be made without other voices being part of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on, on staff. Yes, we have... We have license to make decisions ministry-wise, but um, you know, uh, you know, if if I wanted to hire somebody um, 
for something, you know, we need a juggler. We need a juggler on staff. We just need someone who can juggle really well. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, that's going to, I'm going to run that through the ministry board and we're mm-hmm. going to get that okayed. And they're going to say, no, we don't need a juggler on staff. Um, I mean, but how if, great would it be? I mean, if they do something else and they can juggle, then that's one thing. Yeah. But if yeah. it's just a juggler. So we have those kinds of checks and balances in place there. We have HR, we have finance, we have treasure, we have, um, you know, all these, um, pieces in play, even right now, mm-hmm. uh, to where, um, systems in place right now for accountability and checks and balances. And so we would want to make sure that that remained. Um, you know, if we went independent, we might have to update our bylaws, um, the language in that, which we would have our attorney, you know, help us with that. Um, but our statement of faith, it will not need to change because we don't, nothing will change in how our, our theological practice, whether whether we associate or affiliate or do whatever we want, we're going to continue to be Wesleyan in our doctrine and evangelical in our purpose to see people come to know Christ. And we're going to continue to affirm women and men in leadership positions. And so all of those things will remain the same uh, as far as who we are as the church how we lead and how we make decisions. So, so yeah, so some things could, you know, maybe like some little bylaw changes could happen, but otherwise, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully it'll stay pretty much the same. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Oof. So that that's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. <laughs> so if, if I am a ministry partner, uh-huh. what, what should I be doing right now? Okay. Like the, should I be, nervous about which way to go like mm. yeah. i mean how should i how should i be really feeling yeah you know for sure because a lot of this stuff you you when when you're in church on sunday mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff i mean exactly because you, you don't preach on it so it never even comes into mm-hmm. my brain as a part of the <clears throat> church because i i don't necessarily go to the ministry board meetings and then outside of that all this kind of stuff is hitting me out of nowhere yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what should I be doing? How should... Well, you you the first thing you asked, which I think is really important, is like, should you be worried or, or stressed out? And I would say absolutely not. Um, be prayerful. Be prayerful. Um, be, be praying. Be praying for the leadership of the church. Be praying for... Um, for, you know, your, me, the pastor. Pray, pray for our staff. Pray for... Um, these exploratory groups and the ministry board and the congregational representatives, um, be prayerful, be prayerful. The other thing I would say to do is, um, go, go to, um, talk to people, um, talk to serve team leaders, talk to go online, look at leadership and see, uh, who's on the ministry board. Talk to someone on the staff. Um, if you have questions, ask them, uh, if you want clarity, ask it. Uh, you know, email me anytime. I'll answer anything I can uh, to do that. But but be praying. Like really, really, really is the overarching you know answer to that question. Josh is just pray, pray um, that our representatives are listening and praying and discerning, and that for the exploratory groups as they research and examine and talk about pros and cons and 
definitely pray for our ministry board because um, they're really they are faithfully leading during this crucial time in our very short history as a church. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I very much appreciate prayers um, as as I lead the church and and seek guidance um, from the Lord in that and and praying for you guys, Josh, you and Justin and Kristen, um, as you serve our church and community. Um, but you know, the other thing I was, I was thinking about that I think is really important for us to pray about. Um, and it's, and you, you mentioned a moment ago, cause Jay kind of touched on it last night was that we just, um, continue to focus as a church to, for our focus to be on the Lord and for us to be people who share Christ in all places and at all times, wherever we find ourselves in that 167, you know, when we're not, when we're not together in a worship, um, that that is really the most important. Amen. And I think if that's our focus, then everything will be just fine. Mm-hmm. Just, just fine. Um, but this is kind of a, a the season we're in. I am looking forward to being settled and on the other side of whatever that may be and where the Lord will take us. Um, and so, uh, but we've, you know, we're called to um, do do the work of the church, and sometimes it it's a little more involved like this, more um, businessy. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. And I would say one more thing to your question is, what should a ministry partner do? And I would say, uh, write down May tenth mm-hmm. at five thirty. Uh, mm-hmm. Write in it down, put it in your phone, put it wherever, um, and be here to to listen. Um, and and then one other thing on the May 11th take part in the survey, survey that will be it'll go out in all the ways that we inform people um, to do that so because that's going to be super super important mm-hmm. uh, for the ministry board to look at those results I mean even if because the ministry board doesn't want to go in the complete opposite direction absolutely of the congregation. not and they wouldn't they wouldn't we, so we sure you sure wouldn't Mm-mm. so we need as many people to fill us out so we can get a consensus of where the church feels like God is is leading mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Because the church just isn't the ministry board and the exploratory groups and the staff and you as the lead pastor. Mm-hmm, that's it's, right. It's it's all encompassing of of everyone that walks through those doors. Yes, for sure. And yep. you and your voice needs to be heard because you you do play a factor into this decision. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very true. Very true. So, so that's a uh, I don't know some FAQs on what how it looks like how we're going to get to what the future is going to look like for the porch, um, and and what is being done in the process to to move us in that direction. So, mm-hmm. but prayer, 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 please, most definitely. So, anything else you want to throw in? Just uh, I guess reminder of porch kids. Porch kids Sunday. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah, Nine thirty and eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 11 will be a little more, but, but if you have kids and you normally come to 930, come on to that service. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Um, and then in between the two services, we have a and a to answer any questions you might have about all this stuff. Going yep. on. So, oh, one other thing I want to mention, all the stuff we just talked about today, you can find on the website. Yep. So you can click on the, go to the homepage right there and you will see, um, the FAQs that you can click on and go to. Yep. So. Thank you for listening, guys. Josh, thank you, as always, for what you do. As always, I love it. (laughs) All right, Porch Community, we look forward to seeing you soon and talking to you as well. Have a great week. See you, bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. 
Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.